made me who I am. The city of Memphis made me who I am. When you grew up in a neighborhood, anyone will tell you, you have so many different challenges. Welcome to License the Ball, another episode. Your host, Hip Hop. That's little Penny Hardaway talking about Memphis. Memphis intro. We're going to have Chuck Lawson from 901 Prep Hoop Scoop. On the day, talking about Memphis basketball. A little bit tongue twister for me. I don't know about anybody else saying that, but it gets his point across, and you see it, you know what it is. You know 901 is representing the Memphis area. So he's going to come on the show, talk about some middle school, high school. It's still a hotbed. Anybody know about basketball, recruiting, college coaches? You know, if you want to get a tough-nosed player, you go to Memphis. You want to get a good basketball player. They stick around. They're loyal. So we're gonna have that on the sh- we're gonna have that on the show today. Talking about some Memphis basketball. And Memphis to me is like Chicago or the South. And what I mean by that is Chicago known for a hot bad at talent of basketball players well, and they known for junkyard dog players real. Hard, gritty players. So both of them had that same thing in common. It is in two different regions of the of the country. But you know you're going to get a very skilled, hungry, hard-working basketball player. And a lot of them produce a lot of both cities. I mean, produce a lot of basketball players every year. Go pro, overseas, or NBA, and in college, and all that stuff. You know, and you got the famous player of all with Penny Hardaway. And, you know, you got Lou. A lot of people don't know Lewis Williams. Lou Will is from Memphis. Originally, he claimed Memphis. I got a lot of players. You go on and on about Memphis basketball players just naming player after player after player after player. But my personal favorite is LeBron Black. And two reasons why is my personal favorite. I met LeBron Black when he was in, like, a sophomore high school. And plus, he played at University of Illinois, my favorite school. Basketball school, favorite team. He went there and played. He made my day and played there. Chosen my over a lot of other schools. Because I know Gonzo Martin. Gonzo Martin was at Tennessee at the time, and he won in him. I don't think it's Tennessee. Yeah, I believe it was Tennessee. That's where he was at. So that's my personal favorite. On all the Memphis players. And he lived up to it at, at Illinois. We'll come in and... Bring in Chuck Lawson for nine on one prep scoop. We're gonna bring him in. I'm just here so I don't get fined. So y'all can sit here and ask me all the questions y'all want to. I'm gonna answer with the same answer so y'all can shoot if y'all please. I'm here so I won't get fined. I'm here so I won't get fined. I have Chuck from 901 Prep Hoop Sports. Did I get that right? 901 Prep Hoop Scoop? On the line? Prep Scoop. Yeah, 901 PrepScoop.com. Oh, okay. Now, you got a website and social media and all that. All yes, sir. Stuff. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We got you on the show to get us caught up on Memphis basketball, man, in the Memphis area. Hey, man. Hey, man. Memphis, Memphis basketball is always, you know, a, a, a strong – a strong, a strong as basketball as yes you have to me in the country. I, I think each and every year. I think it's the Chicago or the South. 
That's why I like to look at it as Chicago to South, because it's hey, tough like nose it. players. Because like, is this not? Everybody got their players here and there, and but y'all a hotbed. And the difference between just a hotbed, the players are hard nosed players. Chicago players are known to be hard nosed players. Oh yes, sir. Yes, sir. Memphis is kind of the same way. Well, not kind of, but it is the same way. You know, Chicago is a much bigger city, of course, but Memphis, man, I think, like I said, can compete with anybody in the country. Anybody. Yeah, you can look on rosters on the NBA and then on college. You can see that is correct. So, yeah, we got yes, you on sir. the show. Get us caught up on everything, man. Middle school ball starting up tomorrow. And let's go right into that middle school ball. What's, some, what's okay. the first team coming to mind? We're going to talk about three teams. But um, three teams. I know we can't – we don't have a show long enough to go for everybody. So, I don't want anybody to think we leaving them out. But three teams that the area that are going to be looking at. Uh, well, I, you know, I'll just go. I'll just go right at right off with uh Haven View Middle School. Uh, that's Haven View Middle. Uh, it's over near uh the southwest part of Memphis. Uh, they're always pretty a pretty strong group over there. They're coached by Lawrence Scooter Myers. Uh, Lawrence played at Jackson State uh college for a couple years, four years there. Uh, coached uh coached high school level at Whitehaven High School, and then went back to his middle school alma mater in Havenview. So Havenview uh, is probably be my num- number one team to start the year. Uh, number two, uh, I probably have to go with American Way Middle School. Uh, it's over uh, near East Memphis. Uh, it's uh, been a a couple, I'm not going to say down years for them, but uh, they had one of the best coaches in the area leave and go to another school a couple years back. So they they struggled for a little while, but they, uh, they, got, they seem to have it back going. Yeah, they have a, a few really, really nice players over there. And then thirdly, I may go with uh, Riverdale, uh, one of the one of the uh, burb schools I call them. Uh, they uh, new uh, kind of a, kind of new to this, you know, this top five kind of thing. You know, once being one of the better schools, uh, they're coached by a guy who went to high school here at uh, Southside High School, Mary State uh, legend. Matter of fact, he's in the Hall of Fame at Mary State, Frankie Allen. Uh, and they are probably going to be a team that's going to be in it at the end of the season. That's uh, Havenview, American Way, and Riverdale Middle School. And what's some players on those on those teams starting for the first team you were talking about? What's some players on there, key players on the team? Uh, for Havenview, uh, I would say um, maybe maybe. Well, I'll save it for last. Uh, they they have a few guys like uh, Morris Harris, uh, who can really really shoot the basketball. About five ten, maybe five eleven, uh, slender frame kid uh, can get hot and make shots. Uh, then you have a guy like Devender Keys. Uh, he's their little point guard. Uh, I guess he has the uh, so called keys to the team. And um, they have a defensive guy in J T. Thomas, uh, who actually won. Uh, a middle school football championship last week on a bomb that he threw to uh, a friend of his, and they called it for the game winner. A uh, multi-sport guy uh, can score, but really uh, a, a, a great defender. Uh, they have a, a few young guys as well. Uh, one guy who hasn't really played much basketball, Jalen Thomas. Uh, I'm sorry, Jalen Brown. I'm sorry. Uh, seventh grader who's going to be pretty good. Just raw, but going to be good. And uh, Kelvin Perkins. Is another one of that guys who's going to be pretty good as well. But the main guy, the main attraction, and I don't mean that in oh you just go watch them just because of him or 
whatever. I'm not meaning that in like an arrogant way toward him, but uh, who might be the best player in middle school. His name is Cello Jackson, uh, Marcellus Jackson. Uh, everybody, uh, he's known as Cello, about 6'2", man, great frame, uh, bully to the rim, really gets it done, really gets it done, you know, 15 feet in, can make the occasional jumper. He's uh, still, still, you know, work in progress there, but uh, really, really good in transition, slick good passer. Uh, for some people who may know his name, he actually just committed to Florida State uh, a couple of days ago. Chandler Jackson, he's at Christian Brothers High School. He kind of reminds me, he had the same last name, but kind of reminds me of Chandler Jackson a little bit at this same, you know, at this same age. Uh, they built the same. Chandler grew to about 6'4". I think Cello's going to do the same thing, but they're very, very similar in game. I think Chandler may be more, maybe a little bit more of a facilitator than Cello right now, but Cello is uh, a kid who's kind of, um, you know, made the move from being like a 3-4 to more of like a 1-2 right now. So uh, as he continues to progress there, he's going to be good, man. Like he has a chance to be really, really good. If he gets 6-5, he'll be, you know, I think a, a, a mid-major for sure, maybe even high major. I can tell you know your stuff. Yeah, I know a little bit, man. You know, I know a little bit about it, man. It's uh, it's something that I, I love to do, and uh, I've been loving to do it, man, for like I said, the last fifteen, sixteen years, man. So, but yeah, that, that's Havenview. Havenview's gonna be good, man. Like I said, they, uh, their coach told me, and I hope I ain't put them on the spot, but their coach told me, man, you know, Chuck, I really like my team. I think it's the best team I've had, and they've had some good teams at Havenview. Like they've had some really, really good teams since I've been, you know, covering basketball, especially covering his teams. If he says this is his best team, then I'm going to tend to believe him, you know, uh, and I think they do have a chance to be really, really good this year. Okay, what's our next team on the list? Uh, that next team is probably going to be American Way. Uh, American Way, they're, um, they're on the same side as – they may be in a lower division as uh, as Havenview, but uh, they're led by a kid named MJ Hayes. MJ and Cello actually played together this summer. Uh, they played for uh, a team out of uh, out of Dallas, Texas, Campbell Elite, that's ran by Chris Campbell, uh, Memphis native who moved to moved to Dallas a few years back. Uh, MJ Hayes is the real deal. He's slasher, really uh, really gets to the rim. You know, slicer kind of score. Uh, just a scorer mentality, you know, can make plays for others. But, you know, to me, wired to score, good rebounding guard, uh, kind of plays with a maturity, you know, that you don't really see with a 14-year-old kid. Um, you know, I, I think that, that he's gotten much better than he was. Of course, with any kid going, you know, going through sixth, seventh, eighth grade, he was a little bit immature a couple of years ago. You know, stuff would kind of get him down. But now it doesn't seem to affect him as much anymore. Uh, he's that kind of, Prototype two on the middle school level. He's uh six two, maybe six three, but I say more six two. But uh, you know, I, I think he has a chance to be special as well in his own right. Athletic, the, the, maybe the most athletic player in middle school in the city, I, I believe. He had three dunks the other night in their first game Friday night. Uh two two one hand dunks and uh one two hand uh that the referee couldn't that the referee shouldn't have called the tech on, but uh, got a got a two hand dunk in the game, which just shows you the athleticism that he you know that he has. Okay. And what's the last team? 
Last team uh, I would say is Riverdale. Uh, Riverdale has uh, a kid by the name of uh, MJ Butler, Marcus Butler, uh, 6'2", two guard, uh, shoots it well on the pull-up, uh, 15 feet, hit the three ball, can play some combo as well, but really probably more of a two. Uh, he's probably going to be asked to play um, a lot of two this year. I mean, a lot of one this year, especially if they get into foul trouble because um, they're not really a super deep team like that. So he's going to have to do that. And then uh, I really like I really like uh, a kid by the name of Ethan Gatewood. Ethan Gatewood, 6'5", 6'6". Got some wiggle to him. Uh, can shoot the three at that size. Uh, can post up, skill post up player, jump hook. Can jump hook you uh, over the left shoulder. Um, really kind of a, a, a sneaky good a sneaky good player. You know, you see him on the floor and you may be like, ah, you know, I'm I'm not sure, but. I mean, you look up, he'll have 15, 10, 10 boards and two or three blocks. And I think he's going to have a monster year. It'll be his coming out year, I think. Ethan Gatewood, I think he's going to be one of the top five overall middle school players in the area when the season's over with. Man, I need to come up there and check out some ball. Definitely, man, definitely. You want to come down, man, we'll get some. We'll get some cheese wings or something, man, and you know, go go check out a game or something, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got I got to come up there. I I never, yeah. I stepped foot in Memphis, but I never really spent no time in Memphis. But I got to come up there oh, and yeah. check out some of these ball these ball players. On oh there. yeah, oh yeah, man. It's a it's a laid back town, a grimy a grimy city, man. You know, people people treat you like your family here, man. You know, so yeah, definitely get on down, man. Check out a little high school, middle school ball if you can this year, definitely. All right, we come back from break. We're going to give a breakdown of the high school teams and players to look out for on those teams. And next season about to start back up when we come back from this break. Chuck with 901 Prep Scoop Sports. And now we're going to talk about the high school. And I, I know it's real famous for Penny Hardaway and they're grabbing players in, their, in that area. Mm-hmm. It's a hotbed for those players. And now we're going to get updated on the basketball scene with the high school and what players to watch out for this year. What's your, what's your first team? Uh, first team will be Bartlett High School. Uh, Bartlett was kind of the recipient of, uh, uh, you know, the second best player to me, you know, probably to a lot of people, but second best player in the area last year when, uh, you know, when the season was canceled due to COVID, uh, the municipal schools, which are county schools, uh, they played last year here in Memphis and also the private schools did as well, but the city schools didn't play, which is called the SCIAA. They didn't play last year. So, Amar Knox and another kid named Tyler Burr, who went who goes to Tipton Rosemar, they were both at Central High School. So Bartley got a gift with him. They also got a gift with uh, 
uh, J.R. Jacobs, a uh, little five nine guard uh, that can really really shoot it, uh, but can run a team as well. Uh, his brother is a walk on at Memphis. Amar Knox was actually committed to Memphis uh, up until uh, yesterday, as a matter of fact. Uh, he decided to reopen his recruitment. Uh, you know, more of a more of a, a slasher scorer can make jumpers and stuff like that, but really does a lot of his work uh, at you know via the slash. Um, and then with Barton as well, they have – and th- this is a loaded team. Like, this is a really, really good team. Um, I haven't even mentioned guys like Matthew Stokes, who they got to transfer this year, 6'7", six, 6'8", six, big, broad shoulders. Uh, played last year at Houston High School, won a, state, won a state title last year at Houston, but transferred over to Bartlett. Uh, a kid named Charvez Ambrose, 6'5", uh, guard from Holly Springs, Mississippi, transferred in. Uh, Dewan Montague, uh, 6'2", guard. Well, actually, probably more for three. Uh, didn't play last year due to COVID, uh, but uh, he's back for them as well. Rashad Williams, six six, dad played at DePaul. Uh, big dad name was Lance Williams. He played with uh, Quentin Richardson on on those good DePaul teams. He was the forward on that team. Uh, he's a sophomore, and then they have um, a guy named Christian Austin, who's six four six five. They played to three spot, and and all those guys I just mentioned. Uh, with the exception of uh, all, all those guys I just mentioned, with the exception of Knox and Jacobs, will all be back for them next year. Rashad Williams is, like I said, a sophomore. Christian Alton, Christian Austin's a sophomore, and Rashad started a lot of games for him last year. Monty, he was a junior. Chavez Ambrose a junior. Stokes is a junior. Uh, Jack Shackelford's a junior. This team is, like I said, they're they're, they're really really good, man. They're, they're they, I think their second five could maybe action, compete. Awesome. I think their second five could compete, you know, in their league to finish second in their league with their second five. Oh, and I forgot to mention this as well. They have a 16 kid that's sitting out that's sitting out half a year due to a knee injury. Uh, he transferred in from Arlington. He's the best player in the junior class in Memphis. So he's sitting out. That's a nice luxury to have for the end of the season. Mm-mm-mm. His name is Javar Daniels. So like some ESPN games coming up on national TV. Yeah, I, I think they have a roster that could maybe do something like that. I'm not saying I'm not saying that they would compete or be like, you know, a team like a Bird. And I'm not that crazy, but it wouldn't it wouldn't get away from them really, really fast. I say that they would compete. Uh but Barley is by far probably the team that I have is probably a lot to get to the state tournament in our area uh, in Murfreesboro this year. I think they're a lot for that. Um, so, yeah, I would definitely say Barley is, Barley is my number one team on the high school side. Gotcha. Let's give us a next one up. Number two, I'm going to go with Christian Brothers High School, the Purple Wave of Christian Brothers. Um, they're coached by a guy named Bubba Lucky, former Memphis player, been there for years. Uh, they're led by Chandler Jackson, who I mentioned earlier, the Florida State commit. Just made it on Friday, so congrats to him on that. Great kid. Comes from a good family. Dad plays overseas. Uh, David Jackson, really good player here back in his, in his prep days as well. But Chandler is a 6'4", maybe 6'5", guard that can kind of do it all, Swiss Army knife type. Uh, jumpers really improved over the last few years. Uh, has a really, really good frame. Uh, kind of, you know, bigger up top, can absorb contact and finish. 
really likes to operate in the mid-range game, but can extend to the three and make shots as well. Uh, but he's he's a passer too. I think he's a he's a passer. I think sometimes you have to like almost make him shoot, you know. But uh, he, he's definitely uh, he's the best player in the 2022 class here. Him and uh, Amar Knox. Uh, he would be one. I think uh, Knox would be two. Then they have a guy. They have some other guys as well, like uh, uh, a kid named Michael Pepper, six uh, three, maybe six four. Uh, gonna have a breakout year this year. Can really stretch the floor with the three. Tough. Uh, they have another kid named Hunter Pratt. He's a senior, six six. Uh, another kid named they got in as a transfer from Mississippi, Barrett Burchett, six uh, eight. Uh, good size inside. Uh, saw him play during the June team camp month. Uh, he's going to help them. Most of the time, like, Christian Brothers always has, like, a a football player type, you know, playing, like, the center spot, like, you know, that 6'4", six, 6'3", six, strong. But now they got an actual 6'8 guy down there that can that can play a little bit. Uh, he's going to be the recipient of a lot of dump-off passes and layups, from you know, from Chandler Jackson. Then uh, they have some other kids, uh, Drew Petro, um, Jack Pender, another another good guard for them, and uh, Nehemiah Owsley and Zion Owens. Uh, they're gonna probably be uh, vying for backcourt minutes uh, with Chandler this year. Zion Owens and uh, Nehemiah are kind of similar in their games. They're both about five ten, five eleven, quick. Uh, Owens may be a little bit more athletic than uh, than Owsley, but both of them uh, would give them you know kind of the same thing. So that they went actually, they actually went. Uh, most of the year last year undefeated. Uh, they actually lost in the uh, game at State. It was their, they got to State and lost their first game. But I think that team ended up going to win State. If they didn't win State, they came in second. But they they, they went like I want to say twenty and zero last year, and then lost and ended up being twenty and one. Sounds very yeah, entertaining. Yeah, it'd be like that sometime. I, I hate that for them because I was hoping they could get through the season, you know, being undefeated, you know, but, uh, you know, it, it didn't happen that way. So maybe there's something better for them this year. It's going to be tough, though, because the team that won it, I think they brought back a lot, a lot, a lot of the team from last year. So it's going to be tough, but they're going to be really, really good here on the private school side. Got you on that. And what's our final team? Final team is going to be uh, Henry Hardaway's old team, uh, the East High School Mustangs. They uh, they're coached by a guy named Javante Holmes. Uh, been doing a pretty good job. Uh, been a, you know, been a trainer for the for multiple years with Will Barton. Does a great job over there. Uh, he has arguably me personally. I think he's the best sophomore in the area. Uh, Elijah Curry, six seven, six eight, put on the floor. Uh, face you up, shoot jumpers, defend on the perimeter. Um, really, really good athlete, play above the rim. He's that. He looks like a, like a, you know, like that prototype kind of wing. Just has to get that handle a little bit tighter. But he's working. He works hard. He works hard. He works as hard as anybody in Memphis. So I think he's going to get that. But he's got multiple offers: Memphis, Ole Miss, uh, a few other schools as well. He'll he'll have 15, 20 offers when it's all said and done. Um, E.J. Smith, whose uh, father played at Memphis, uh, Ernest Smith, he's a, a 6'1", 
They're a junior this year. Can really, really score the ball. Uh, microwave kind of player. Uh, combo guy, but really at his heart more of a two. Uh, Woody Harvey is a, another guard they have. Seems like he's been there for nine years, but he's only a junior. Uh, Woody can really score the ball as well. He's similar to EJ Smith. They're both around the same size, maybe an inch shorter than Smith. And then uh, finally, uh, a guy named Marquise Washington. He's a senior. He's going to be that heart and soul, uh, a kid that's, you know, kind of, you know, battle, battle through, you know, and now this is his chance to, you know, shine this year. He's been, been on some really good teams over there. And uh, I think that, like I said, I think he's the heart and soul of their team. Um, can can play with the ball in his hands, but really they need the ball to score. Always around the ball, you know, rebounds it at a good clip, especially offensively. Rebounds it real well. Uh, can shoot. Can shoot it a little bit, but uh, really does a lot of his work, you know, off the bounce, you know, driving it tough, making free throws, stuff like that. So uh, East is probably my – well, East is my third, you know, my, my third best team uh, in the area. Man. I can tell you've been doing this for a while. You know you know your players, you know. You know their yeah. teams. And you're yeah, homegrown man. too, so that helps. Oh, yeah, definitely, definitely, definitely. I, most of these kids, man, like when I started doing basketball stuff, they weren't even born yet. So, you know, it, it's funny, man, but it's also – you know, a little depressing because I'm old, <laughs> you know. So, no, so you still that, you got a lot of you got still got a lot of miles on those tires. Oh uh, yeah, I, I hope so, man. I, I hope so. I can hear it in your I voice. Hope so, yeah, I hope so, man. I'm, I'm still, I'm still, you know, uh, the only the only thing that I really couldn't, I remember a, a couple years back, man. And we we go go back a long way. I remember a couple years back, I could tell you every every you know every ten you know fifth through twelfth grade. I'm, I'm going to get back to that level right right now. I can probably tell you seven through 12, you know, but uh, hopefully, like I said, you know, getting out this year, I didn't get a chance to see a lot, a lot of basketball last year because there weren't very many teams playing. There were only uh, maybe four or five AAA teams playing in Memphis. And then there were like only maybe three or four, maybe five private schools playing. So there weren't many games and everybody played each other at least two or three times. So this year is going to be kind of like brand new, like starting over, get a chance to see, you know, teams you haven't seen in a year. You know, a lot of these teams, like, you know, like your White Station where Joe Jackson played, like your White Stations and your your Ridgeways, a lot of these teams have new coaches and all new teams. And there, you know, I know this is off the subject, but there have been – there were 17 new high school coaches hired this year. So there are 17 new coaches that are coaching high school basketball. So – it's it's going to be really really different not seeing some familiar faces on the sidelines, but man, I'm looking forward to it. Like I said, the season starts tomorrow. This the season starts tomorrow, and um, I'm looking forward. To, like I said, I'm looking forward to it, man. I got two more two more things. Who will yes, be sir. your preseason player of the year for high school and middle school? Preseason player of the year. Hmm. If I had to make a, a guess, I would I would I would probably go with Chandler. I would go with Chandler Jackson. Uh just based on, you know, him having some him having some unfinished business from last year. You know, them losing uh first game in the state. So I'll probably go with Chandler. And then for middle school, um uh, that's a tough one. For middle school, I may have to go with uh 
I'm gonna have to go with Cello Jackson. I mean, uh, and again, this is off off subject again, but that eighth grade class has a chance to be really good, especially at the top, because um, I didn't mention a guy like a Fred Smith who's at Woodstock Junior. Uh, that's a a, a bird school as well outside of Memphis. Uh, six five six five two three. That's at Woodstock. Uh, six five. Dad was a Harlem Globetrotter. Fred Smith. Fred Smith Senior. Um, I didn't mention to you Keeper Jackson, who's six six, who's a wing. That's at Lausanne Collegiate School, and um, a couple other guys as well, like uh, Jaden Richardson. So it, it's tough, man. But preseason play year, middle school, I go with Cello Jackson. Cello Jackson. Man, it's been a pleasure having you on. We love to have you on again. Much as Most you definitely. you like to be on, you got a lot of information, a lot of content that it, people want to hear. And these basketball junkies want to hear. Most definitely. Anytime you need me, I'm there. I appreciate you joining the the podcast, Chuck. No doubt, man. Take it easy. Good to hear from you as well. All right, no problem. Everybody, go check out if you if you're not familiar with it, go check out the website nine hundred one Prep Scoop. If you don't know the 901 from, that's the area code for the area in Memphis. So the legendary area for these basketball players. Yes, sir. And coaches, listen to this podcast. If you don't know Chuck, you need to get in contact with him if you're looking for players. The real real coaches know. If you're new, up and coming, cutting your teeth, you might not know about Chuck, but you need to have Chuck phone number and hit him up on social media and get up with this guy so you can get you a player on your roster so y'all can keep y'all job. (laughs) <laughs> hey man, I'm always around. Anything to do to help these kids, man, to live their dreams, uh, I'm with helping anyone. So if you want to reach out, uh, you most definitely can. All right, till next time. Peace.